Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Liam Make from KCBS Foodie Champ at Compline, Napa, California. With me, Matt Stamp, Ryan Stettens, co-owners of Compline. Guys, good to see you. How are you? Very good. How are you doing today? I'm grand. I always begin by saying, what are we drinking, Matt? Yeah, well, I put, pulled out some birthier Madeira for me, actually. This is a 1977 Cerciol from Doloveras. Cheers to you both. Here we go. Little taste together. Ooh, on the nose. Wow. On citrus and really great um, aromatics on the nose, but on the palate, really transfers over to this beautiful kind of burnt toffee tone. It's beautiful. My word, that is super tasty. You know, all the hairs I had in my nose have now gone. <laughs> yeah, uh, Madeira is definitely not a shy beverage. That's for sure. <laughs> That's a, that's a little punch of the nose right there. Yeah, you know, on, in the mainland of Portugal, they call this grape cow, which means the dog choker. And I think they're referring to its acid content. Are you calling me a dog, Matt? <laughs> uh, guys, your history uh, in food and wine, impressive. Uh, I know Ryan, known you for many years. Uh, Matt, instant best friend, because I go where the good food is and the good wine is. Followed my nose here, led me here, both uh, are on the menu great wines good food let's talk about the name of Compline firstly what's behind the name yeah Compline it, it's it, it's an old Latin word that was used to refer to the completion of the working day so we like to re-envision that completion of the working day as something that happens here at Compline good friends industry insiders the wine trade visitors to our valley kind of congregate enjoy a bite of food and a glass of wine and Ryan you are straight out of Compline right Straight out of Compline, indeed. Uh, shirts are on the press right now. <laughs> uh, listen, conviviality. Let's say that word one more time. Conviviality is the order of the day here. It's really what you're about. It, it, in fact, uh, yeah, that is true. Um, like Matt was saying, we encourage everybody to come to Compline and, and uh, decompress the day, reflect upon the day, share a glass of wine, a bite of food, uh, finish your evening with, with a meal here in the dining room. Um, we, uh, the menu starting with snacks uh, at the bar all the way to full uh, you know, steak for two, whole roasted fish, uh, continued food service seven days a week so we uh we have seen seen this picture come to life with uh winemakers from the valley and sommeliers coming at the end of their at the end of their shift and having a bite of food and enjoying a glass of madeira or a glass of um you know crazy wild wines from greece or from from spain or whatever the menu is offering at the moment we're going to get into a wine journey in just a moment first a little bit about your history uh the pair of you impressive history uh matt French Laundry among your stops, your career. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny. I sort of thought I'd retired from the restaurant trade after leaving the French Laundry. Well, you're so old, ago. my lord. <laughs> Didn't you really just uh, when you notif- when you got some uh, notice recently for being uh, one of the most impressive guys in the wine industry uh, for the forty under forty? So you're you're a young man in this trade. Well, sort of, but as I said, seventy seven <laughs> is my birth year, so yeah. I can, I'm not uh, eligible oh, for that list anymore. You know that was the hottest summer in, in the UK, seventy seven ever, <laughs> nineteen seventy seven, before your time, Ryan. 
so yeah, I've, you know, I, I, I worked at the French Laundry. I worked for, you know, another great sommelier, Jeff Kruth, at the farmhouse in Russian River Valley. I worked, uh, my family owned a restaurant in uh, Omaha, Nebraska called yeah. Vmertz, where I kind of cut my teeth. Uh, and I worked as education director for the uh, Guild of Sommeliers for the last six years. So I had a lot of opportunities to travel the world, to visit wine regions, to uh, sort of refine my own sense of, of or my own bank of knowledge, to talk to a lot of sommeliers, and it kind of all funneled into what we're doing here at Compline. Well, how lucky is Napa to have your history uh, and all the education brought here? Uh, you too, Ryan. Uh, your history goes deep. Uh, a lot of amazing restaurants, Charlie, Tar- Charlie Trotter in Chicago, uh, Ritz-Carlton. Uh, and you're all also uh, somewhat of a teacher yourself, right? I, I've done um, some education uh, proponents in, in the past. I taught at UNLV while I was attending um, and uh, uh, for studying for my hospitality degree. I've done a few seminars for wineries and, and um, staff education for, for, other, for other restaurants. Education uh, has just always been such a big an important part of my life and I know it's really important to Matt as well and I think that's something that we partnered on and saw eye to eye and we wanted to bring that not only to our staff and the people around us but to open it up to the public and allow for um, for uh, Matt's uh, uh, you know tenure in in wine education to really make something special in Compline and sure. to, to bring the community to, to, to Compline um, and allow for us to just break down the walls of wine yep. and not take out the pretension and let's just talk about the facts and enjoy the wine rather than being scared of it because we don't know exactly what it is. Sure. Well, demystify it, you do, uh, through your special classes. Before we get into the classes, I just have to ask you about your coming together. How did you meet and what brought you two guys to this point? Uh, well, we met over uh, a bottle of wine in, in, in a cellar. We didn't meet over a bottle of wine. We, uh, we sort of collaborated and decided that we wanted to, to, to do something like this when we were uh, having dinner together one night in a cellar in Oakville. And, uh, and that was three and a half years ago, and here we are today. We've, we've known each other, I think, for a long time, just yeah. because once you get to a certain point in the sommelier business, you kind of know everybody. You, sure. know, you all inhabit the same circles. I have a feeling some of the best ideas on the planet are born in cellars. That's a fact, yeah. We, we basically looked at each other and said, what are you doing for the next five years? What are you doing for the next ten years? And we decided that you know, what, what we were doing at the time we really enjoyed, but we wanted to take everything that we've learned and everything that we know and put it in, uh, collaboratively into one element, and that became yeah. Compline three and a half short years later. <laughs> Let's talk about the education classes, part of the story here. So uh, education is uh, is a big big part of Compline. We have uh, classes available right now. We've been doing um, uh, the, these uh, very focused classes on Monday nights, where Matt has uh, taught th- through three topics. Now we did wines of the island of Santorini. It's a really really great hit. You don't you rarely are going to see eight wines uh, on a table from Santorini all at one time. Yeah. Um, we've done uh, wines of Madeira, which uh, again you just don't have an opportunity to taste these wines all in one, and it's definitely a personal passion of Matt's. So you, you really heard this uh, this great in-depth story and Matt's been to the island and, and had a lot of uh, one-on-one experiences. Last night we just did uh, tr- uh, Trocken Wines of Germany which actually uh, some some may not think about the other varietals in Germany such as uh, we were pouring Pinot Noir last night, we were pouring Schorebe last night, we were pouring uh, Wiesbegunder. You know when you say Trocken every, or German wines, Riesling is the only thing that, that is thought of yeah. whereas the class was led with all these other varietals and then the n- night was finished with Riesling. Uh, so for you, Matt, uh, what's the reward uh, around teaching and around these classes? You know, I, I like seeing the light bulb go off. Uh, I like, I think it's fun to transport people. You know, I try not to get into the minutia of tasting as much as I do 
try to give people an idea of the kind of cultures that produce these wines across the world. Because I think if you kind of immerse yourself in it and you try to understand why why a beverage tastes the way it does, what historical, what cultural forces sort of, you know, cause that to develop. It's a really eye-opening and kind of rewarding way to approach wine. And my kind of class, because the homework is, you have to go home and drink. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough business. But, you know, <laughs> somebody, has to, somebody has to get through all these bottles of wine. Let's talk food. You have a rock star chef at the helm in the kitchen. Yeah, Chef Yancey Winsberger, uh, he um, has come to us, uh, actually we found him directly off of a boat in Alaska. He was a private chef working. Wait, one more, one more, give me that line one more time. Found him directly off of a boat in Alaska. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he has quite the tenure behind him. Um, in, here in town, he opened a really fabulous um, uh, restaurant called Lots of Burna, one of uh, my favorite sherry bars, probably turned up the sherry consumption in Napa about 400% once that place opened and I loved his food there he was uh, at Morimoto here in town he was at Spago in LA so his his uh, his tenure in in restaurants is amazing but his breadth of knowledge is is even more remarkable and his ability just to express really great ingredients very simply and and um, and his his passion for cuisine and I mean the man doesn't waste a single ounce of anything in the kitchen he 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 pickles or he he purees or he does something with every part of every delicious vegetable or protein that we bring in so the whole beast the whole vegetable exactly uh, we right now we're um, doing whole pork from devil's gulch farm out in uh, out in sonoma yeah. uh, we uh, originally were uh, doing don watson lamb bringing the whole lamb and uh, from 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 head to tail breaking it down and serving different parts of it on a different and every different night um, the vegetables coming uh, mostly from our uh, good friend uh, William Henpen at, at Kicking Bull Farms in yeah. Sonoma, and to the point where he's coming to us now and saying, "What do you want me to harvest in March and April? Because I'm going to plant it for you right now." And, and and using his resources to really have incredibly vibrant and brilliant produce at all time. Yeah, and I know for you chaps, uh, when it comes to the food, uh, just one little note that always. Uh, has to be included are the wine notes for the chef so when chef is thinking about a recipe to to bear the wine in mind yeah we challenge chef to maintain kind of an arsenal of wine friendly ingredients and to think about wine in general when he's creating dishes rather than specific wines i think it's sort of our job to come in afterwards and to arrive at well we think this wine and that wine and the other wine are going to be great with this dish it's his job to give us ingredients that aren't so sharp or so assertive or 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 so far in one direction that they pull most wine out of the picture so he's done a really remarkable job at that a lot of our a lot of our dishes, you can go a lot of different directions yeah. in terms of the wines that you pair with them. Well, with any good wine, you want it to be balanced, and that's definitely uh, the thread for the food as well. Absolutely. Yeah. He, does a, he does a great job in the kitchen. Yeah. We're happy to have him. So many great dishes, but let me talk about the duck fat fries, <laughs> Ryan. Uh, duck fat fries are, are uh, we've recently got a, a cease and desist from the DEA saying that they're too addictive <laughs> and that we're, we're no, no longer allowed to serve them, but we will proceed on. Um, they, they're just amazing. The kind of savory element of the duck fat and, and, and how it, it becomes so crispy and, and, and caramelized because of it being uh, uh, co- cooked that way, um, you know, making the fries in house is a big port, part of it as well. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, homage to a, uh, one of my former chefs who always wished he could serve the fries at, at, at our restaurant, but it was a fine dining joint couldn't really put out a basket of fries on the table so wanted to uh put those uh on there and it's become a big hit uh, yeah. you know we 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 pro- by far if you look at our menu mix that is the number one selling food item yeah and by the way for the record i wasn't the one at my table who ordered a second bowl of those fries i did not 
Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> but I didn't order them. <laughs> I just didn't want to be rude. The fries showed up. They had to be eaten. Waste not one night. Right? <laughs> uh, the holidays are here. You have uh, some bubbles on the table, Matt. Uh, what do you have? It's a pretty cool bottle of Blanc de Blanc vintage champagne uh, from a producer named Ruel, Ruel Pertois. It's a grower producer in the Valle de la Marne in Champagne. And this is actually a 2009 vintage wine. It's 48 bucks on our retail shelf. Uh, I love this wine. It's all Grand Cru fruits, 100% uh, Chardonnay coming from a couple of different villages in the Côte de Blanc. And it's, you know, it's got this generosity and this kind of give and richness that you expect from 2009. Yeah. It's drinking so superbly right now. Um, I'd love to send people home with this. Of course, all of the champagne in our Thank retail. Thank you so much. It's so kind of you. <laughs> all, all, of, all of the champagne in our retail shop, all of the wines in our retail shop can also be enjoyed. Uh, here at Compline, we just have a small corkage fee that we add to it. Sure. Um, this is a great choice for New Year's Eve. We're doing that here at Compline. We've got a four-course menu. We're doing ribeye. We're doing caviar, Dungeness crab, lots of great stuff. Chef's uh, got an amazing menu. Uh, it's $85 a person for that evening. Wow, sign me up. Let me clear the calendar. Uh, I do love the fact that you do have a retail store as part of the experience here. So come sit at the bar, have some wine, stay for lunch or dinner, and on your way out the door, take some wine to go home. Uh, and in the store, you take people on a trip around the world. We, we do indeed. Uh, we, we created the retail portion of Compline as something that we would want to go and pull a bottle off of the shelf. And in that, we saw a need for value-based wines, not grocery store wines by any means, but uh, Matt and I doing our due diligence and sifting through the, the swath of hundreds of different wines we've tasted to find the, the few selections that we have on the shelf that we can keep under $30. Now, of course, the champagne that's sitting in front of us is not that, but we do our best to keep everything in a very approachable price point so that way when you do go up to the shelf, you say, wow, that's an amazing wine, that's an amazing wine, and rather than having to make a choice between two of them, it, the budgetary decision is easy. Both of them are very affordable and very yeah. uh, um, uh, you, that you can take them both home. Um, the wines do stretch from around the world. I mean, we have uh, French, Spanish, Italian, uh, Greek. Uh, there's definitely quite uh, quite a few um, uh, wines from right in our backyard and Napa or nearby. And then we have recently built the the, the wall of Bubilon, as we affectionately refer to it. As One more time, the wall of Bubilon, uh, a selection of um, a lot of uh, small producers of champagne that um, we again we can keep in affordable price points. And my favorite favorite notice breakfast wines uh well it, it, it breakfast wines uh it kind of uh, depends on what you're eating but the guy uh, span the gamut and of course if it's champagne it's in any time of the day sure you got it don't have to invite me twice uh and by the way i've got a case ready to buy ready to go uh and in that uh box of wine i'm taking home uh it begins at nine dollars nine dollar wines matt yeah, we look. We so, speaking of a hard job, but somebody's got to do it. We challenged ourselves to always have one nine dollar red and one nine dollar white on the list. We found both in Italy, and they're totally drinkable wines. They're Tuesday lunch wines. You know, you can, um, yeah, it's a Montepulciano uh, and an Ansonica. So, yeah. uh, great, great choices for under ten bucks. Listen, uh, this is a great place uh, for locals to come. Come enjoy the late night crowd. Maybe some of the cooks. Uh, the chefs who get off late, they can come and enjoy uh, late at night uh, a burger or whatever is on the menu. 
Uh, this is a place that rock stars love to come as well. Hey, people who name drop, but our good friend Mike Durnt, Green Day, just here moments ago. Yeah, yeah, not planned at all, right? No, not, <laughs> not planned. And he, and he had, what did he have to eat, Mike? He had a, a, a chicken sandwich that's basically fried chicken thigh that we use. We get in whole birds from Petaluma Farms here locally, and Chef, uh, chef uh, dresses it up with a little cabbage slaw aioli on a model bakery bun. Yeah. Good enough for Mike Dern from Green Day. Good enough for me. Uh, guys, success to you. Uh, I love it when uh, people get together and they share their passion uh, for the things that they love. For you, I know it's good food and good wine. Uh, and inviting people to your table. Your table is Compline, uh downtown Napa. I'm going to let you guys have the last word. Uh, everyone here recovering from the fires. But Napa is open for business. We, I know that you want everyone to come here, come eat, come drink, come play, come stay. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the sun is shining. The weather is warm. Uh, I think Napa is ready to, to welcome people back to the valley. Yeah. Ryan? Uh, Napa's seen, in the past decade, Napa's seen some, some serious uh, events to, to turn down business, but we keep ticking. So uh, come up and see us. Uh, we're, Napa's open seven days a week, you know. Resilient Napa, uh, resilient community. Uh, guys, happy holidays to you. My second favorite sound in the world is this. And may, of course, my favorite sound is this. Mm. My word. Two great wines. The wine notes. More on Ryan and Matt's story. All the info on Compline, Napa. You'll find it at cbssf.com. And click on Foodie Chap. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.